0: All right, welcome back to this week's edition of the Rock and Roll Ghost Podcast. This week, we're especially excited. We're talking with uh, Spider-Man, the guys behind most of the entire trilogy. They're co-written the first one, but the second two, it's all them. Uh, Chris McKenna and Eric Summers are here to promote Spider-Man No Way From Home, uh, which is coming out tomorrow. No, Thursday night. Sorry, I thought today was Wednesday. (laughs) Thursday night in, in theaters everywhere. Uh, in America, at least. Um, how are you guys doing today?
1: Hanging in there. <laughs> we, had, <laughs> we had the had premiere be- last night. So uh, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm, I got uh, voice fry uh, yeah. from shouting at people who I'm sure loved hearing me shout at them at a loud yeah. club.
0: <laughs> how did the premiere go? It was fun. It was one of my
1: favorite movie theaters of all time, the, the Village Theater in Westwood. Uh, I grew up near Westwood, so it was my, like my favorite theater growing up. And right now they're playing Licorice Pizza there in 70 Millimeter. But last night, not last night, they showed uh, No Way Home in front of a great giant crowd. And people, it was fun to see people
2: see this thing. Yeah, Yeah, I have have special memories of that place, too, slightly later in life. But when I first moved to Los Angeles, I lived near there in a little tiny studio apartment. And I used to walk up and see movies in those theaters. And so to have a movie that I wrote, (laughs) you know, have the premiere in one of those theaters was pretty, pretty, pretty special. And it was just nice to see a lot of people out. I yeah, mean, honestly, it was just nice to nice to go out. You know, we've all right. been so isolated. It was just <laughs> nice to go out and see a bunch of people and have like a, a shared experience. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, how did this How did this rate compared to the other premieres of the? Well, I guess you could say any of them, Spider Man or the last Ant Man movie, because you guys were on that as well.
1: Uh, I it's tough because I you know I really do think um, the whole world's gone through a. Pretty tough laugh, last couple of years and during all of it, we were trying to stay sane and also, you know, make this movie and um, which had because of COVID had its um, uh, challenges, uh, sort of the fact that we, you know, to see it after all we the whole world's been through and the, the whole creative and production team we we the fact that it actually existed and here we are and hopefully we're coming on the other side of this thing and people are coming out and tons of fans were lining the streets and uh, tons of people were there for the premiere and to see like, I just missed the movie theater, I miss movies so much, I miss theaters so much and um, it's so fun to see it with a big group of people there's nothing quite like it and this movie has, you know, move, you know moments that you really, I think, it's such a, it, it's made for the best experience in a theater and it's just great to experience it that way
0: yeah yeah eric how about you how did this how did this compare to the other premieres you've gone to
2: i think um it was definitely special just because it has been a long road you know two years uh for everyone and and i felt like i could just feel a sense of relief from from all of us that We're working on the movie that you know that we actually got it done despite all these hardships and that it came together. And I almost sort of sense some relief from just people in the in the crowd out there too. Just happy that that, you know, maybe this is an indication of that we're heading back to normal or or just that it's something to grab onto and feel excited about that reminds us of, you know, how things things were at, in a, a slightly better time and uh yeah, it was just i just think i felt like everyone was excited really excited to be out there it was raining and it was kind of cold but no one cared everyone was just like really excited to be there and there was a lot of energy and so it, it was great it was really really special
0: now um when did you get begin in earnest on writing the this one for no way home what did, what what was the first step you made and, and when did you take that first step
2: it wasn't that long after uh, Far From Home, honestly. Um, it wasn't one of those things where we'd they had already like greenlit the the sequel before Far From Home even came out or anything. You know, they, they waited until after it came out, but it wasn't that long. Um, with the caveat that at that point, uh, Disney and, and Mar- uh, Marvel, uh, Disney and, and Sony had not made a deal yet. Right. And so we started early on conversations about about what this movie would be but it was all very sort of wide open and blue sky thinking because we really didn't weren't sure like are, is this going to be with marvel or is it not going to be with marvel what is what, what would either one look like
0: mm-hmm. so
2: you know it was a while in, until that deal was made uh which they they did pretty quickly and then the yeah. conversations really started in earnest yeah
1: i'd say uh, august or september of 2019
0: yeah so i remember that was a that was a kind of a rather weird time. It was a, like a month long period where it didn't seem like the, the next one was going to be with Marvel, uh, you know, as a co-production kind of thing. And then it, you know, so, I mean, I, I gather you didn't have much figured out with or without um, beforehand, before the deal was struck, I'm gathering, correct?
1: I mean, we, we knew we would be paying the bills from the end of the last one, but it was, we, if, there was no master plan that we right, you know, right. that we said it, that we had, we knew that we were ending it in this way that we thought was bold and fun. And yeah, would really though, you know, screw over the next writers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just in case you weren't hired back. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, you guys must work really well with John Watts and the, uh, the teams that you guys uh, have, you know, you came in, the first one homecoming had, you know, gone through a a, kind of an odd process where some different teams, you know, tackled it. And then you guys kind of took over and, and, and did what, you know, you needed to do on it. Then you carried over to this, the second one. Now the third one, is it pretty gratifying to to have seen the whole process from one to three?
2: It's incredibly gratifying, you know, and, on many levels. Uh, just on a personal level that like we, you know, writing features can be a lonely and, and tough business. And we found this creative team that, that they liked us and we liked them and we worked together well and got to do this, uh, you know, exciting thing with them. Three movies, we really became a family. So that that has been great and has been a great work experience and a great personal experience. And then on the creative level, of course, to be able to stick with this kid as as his character develops you know it it would it would really been a shame to just do one or or two and then you know introduce some huge change in his life at the end of the movie and then not get to do the next one and explore what that change is going to be you know so it's been great on many levels yeah yeah
0: where where did the idea for getting uh dr strange involved in this one come from was that was that uh, Sony's people, uh, Amy uh, Pascal, or is that Marvel? You guys, where did I mean? How because I each one, you know, the first one had Iron Man, the second one had Nick Fury, and now this one has Doctor Strange. When was how was the decision made to to bring in Doctor Strange in this one?
1: Well, yeah, I think part of the you know, <clears throat> I think part of the allure of this marriage between Sony and Marvel is being able to share these beloved uh, universes and characters. Um, I think, I, I think there were only if, you know, if we were gonna bring a big Marvel character into this, there were only a few options really. Um, and I think early on, uh, because of their history, and because of the uh, themes that we were already thinking about, uh, about turning back time and how do you put the genie back in the bottle, that it seemed like if there was a, it's a wonderful life, uh, you know, why can't, you know, I, you know, I wish I'd never been born. I wish I wish I wish, people had never found out that that I was Spider-Man. It, it just seemed like thematically we were going to that place. We kept on circling that idea that it seemed then organic, natural that um dr strange would somehow be involved in this
0: yeah was there anybody else uh, any other character considered and and before you you landed on dr strange
2: as an ally character as yeah. uh, i don't i don't really remember going that far down any any road yeah. N- nothing like yeah. with strange do you chris right
1: uh, no, I mean, it was really
2: it definitely it was, seemed logical that, it, it also mm-hmm. you know go
1: that leads to all these different conversations like with Marvel about like where are all these other characters in the, the right Marvel, um universe right now and who's available, and what can we do because obviously there's a whole multiverse of Marvel movies going on and right. i I just know early on it just th- there was a logical and also a practical um uh, uh, considerations uh, that that weighed heavily in the favor of if we're gonna if if someone from the Marvel universe is gonna be involved in this creatively and practically, it really seemed like Doctor Strange was the the one who was going to be involved.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's good that they, the the uh, team at Marvel didn't write Doctor Strange into some sort of wall that you couldn't get him out of to be in this because if it, you know, they probably would have been like, well, we already took him here um you know he's well, not- I don't know if
1: you remember this you know yeah. before the pandemic we were supposed to come out after doctor strange 2 yeah yeah so they- that affected that affected things so when we were developing um, this movie we were talking we were in discussions with the creative team of doctor strange 2 yeah. finding out how their movie what happens in their movie in case doctor strange was being used in our movie where would he be in his separate marvel journey Mm -hmm. and then um things got changed around because of the pandemic um we then became front-loading that movie so um things just changed um even though dr strange was being talked in the mix for our movie
2: where he was on his own personal journey just changed
0: yeah yeah Yeah, that was that
2: was an adjustment we had to make you know on, on the fly
0: yeah, that, that's good that things kind of worked out that way because it, it he does seem like based on what I know about the film and because um, I haven't seen obviously I haven't seen it yet. There's I think there's this critic screening tomorrow night, but I I want to I tend to eschew uh, critic screens and just go on my own with a with an audience uh, instead because it just seems well I've had some bad experiences. Press screenings where nobody seems like into anything, you know. I remember going to one for Thor uh, Ragnarok and I was like. I was the only one in the theater laughing hysterically, so they could be a bit bit of a bummer audience.
1: But uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, your money where your mouth is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, tell me about what you guys. I know there's a lot going on in this film. I know there's a lot that you guys want to still in and to, to Marvel and Sony's credit, has kept under lid. I mean, there's the, the big speculation are. Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire in it. Are they not? Who? What other villains aren't? Haven't been revealed yet. You know, blah blah blah. What was your What was your intention on getting Peter from the end of Far From Home to the beginning of uh, No Way for No Way Home? Where, where, where did you guys uh, want to position him at the start of this movie?
2: Well, I mean, we knew that obviously the way the the way that far from home ends his whole world has been turned upside down so we knew automatically that we were going to have this this story engine you know the dealing with the repercussions of that and where would that take him and so that's always nice to have you know some strong element from the previous movie that that drives things forward you know um in in previous movies peter's had strong elements from, from other MCU movies that have really affected him, you know, like the loss of Tony or something like that. And so this one, his world had been turned upside down. And so we knew that was the starting point, but where to take it from there? What was he going to do with that? How was he going to try to, to live this new life or fix it or change it? That was the big question. And that's what we spent, you know, months early on talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's got to be a a lot of discussion to lock down the um, uh, emotional as well as the, you know, action elements to make sure that you get the tone right. I would imagine, Uh, especially with these movies, because they're such big budgets, they're so reliant on needing to hit and hit well with people. Um, I, can't, I have to imagine that that's a long process, just working out the broad strokes and then zeroing in on what the you know what happens in those.
1: But yeah, once I mean you you have the big concept that is like, what if you know the multiverse breaks, you know, and yeah. you get some of these characters from other Spider-Man movies in this movie, and that's a big fun idea but we also then yeah then you have to balance that with but that's just the if if that that's just the tail wagging the dog unless this is Tom Holland's Peter Parker on a journey dealing with this thing in a way that this character would deal with it and it affects him in a certain way and it's part of his larger story that this could be the third part of and what's what what really is going on like you know he's trying keeps on trying to he keeps on trying to get things that he thinks he wants and then realizes, wait, I don't want to be an Avenger. That that's an empty, you know, I, I don't need dad's approval. Wait, I don't need to fill the shoes of Iron Man. I just need to, you know, get that um, false idol out of my head because even Tony wasn't the right. you know, the, the Iron Man that everyone thinks he was. He was a normal human being who was doing his best and all that that kind of journey. So when the whole multiverse came crashing into our story room, like, wow, we can really do this. We really had to keep on trying to make sure that this was in service of a kid trying to get into college, which is like a really lo- great Peter Parker story. It's a very relatable ground level. This is a real kid who has a girlfriend and he has a best friend and they all want this thing together and they just want this very difficult thing that's a difficult for a teenager meanwhile you broke the universe you know (laughs) you broke it because you are trying to have all these things that you want and trying to take care of everyone and then where does that take you and and it takes him on a journey that forces a lot of tough choices he has to make you know tougher choices than he's ever had to make
0: yeah um, you could definitely look at it you know the i the thing I was just kind of thinking about is the the maturation of the of the character you know going from very young when he gets roped into the uh the 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 battle and civil war uh to his you know figuring out his own thing and then moving on from there and going through the grief and everything that he had to go through with tony and and all that um how how big is just the general sense of, of a, a person that starts out very young and grows, uh, that's gotta be a huge part of, of getting to where you need to need to be, I would imagine. Either one. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean that's at the end of the day, that's one of the things that makes us love spider Man so much, you know, everyone is that he's just a kid and so to be able to tell the story of of a kid and and watch him grow, you know regardless, you want your character to experience some kind of growth or or change but I mean, this is a guy who's literally going through these 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 benchmarks of life, you know, going like sophomore to senior year of high school and moving on to college and all these things, you know so hes you're literally watching a, a superhero grow and go go through yeah. these very relatable things that so many of us have gone through or will go through. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that makes him such a fun character right? for.
1: But also, yeah. I think it's also um, having fun with the mythos of Peter Parker. And being specific and true to the character that marvel has allowed us to develop because he's not toby mcguire he's not andrew garfield we he's introduced in civil war as we don't know what the uncle ben of it all is he never says with great power comes with great responsibility we don't know if he's dealing with the death of uncle ben we we can assume maybe that's all these things but we haven't seen those things those were sidestepped Because maybe they didn't want to hear him anymore, or maybe things didn't go down the way you think they happened. We don't know. We do know, though, that, like, okay, in the comic books, he meets Tony Stark. But in the MCU, he, you know, he's barely Spider-Man when he meets Tony Stark. So he now has this father figure who then sacrifices himself for the world. And yeah. but is really drawn into into that sacrifice because he looks at that picture of of Peter Parker, and so here's you know him this personal relationship it's we're just really trying to stay true to what Marvel's been doing with the, you know this kid and his journey and he, i I will say that there are you might not know everything about peter parker the peter there's a lot of different Peter Parkers out there, and that's the fun of the multiverse is that yeah. There are different Peter Parker's out there, and each one, and we're this is this is the MCU's Peter Parker. And there are echoes of 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 maybe some of the mythos so that that is true to all of them. And then maybe there are new things and different things. And this one is on a journey that is very specific to this character and the experiences in the context that he's had. It's not one-to-one, you know, and that's so much yeah. fun. Is that you the the the, the Peter Parker, he, there's not like, this is the rule book, you know? I mean, we're, we're trying to just try, try, stay true to the, the character that we've been, you know, a part of helping develop. And hopefully there'll be some, <clears throat> when everyone sees this, you'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll all go, oh, okay, this, this is a character who's on a very specific journey.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it had to be fun dealing with all these, these different, different possibilities and whatever surprises um, are going to be heading our way when we see it, you know, in in the theater, I have to imagine there's a, uh, well, let me, let me ask you this more directly. Are there um, any kind of big surprises that fans might not expect just based on the trailers that we don't know about things? I mean, Of course, there's a bunch of stuff down in the trailers, but is there anything that fans are going to just probably, I don't know, for lack of a better term, poop themselves over (laughs) uh, that, that, you know, are not expected? And I don't mean to say, I don't mean to ask you what they are. I'm just saying, tease us with the idea if there are some surprises that, you know, we really don't know about.
1: I, yeah, I I hope the whole movie is not, I, I don't, I think there's more than just the trailer. Yeah. There's, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, hopefully there's a whole story with lots of twists and turns and, and hopefully things that are unexpected. And I mean, that was my impression. I think people went in last night, not knowing what to expect from the movie, only seeing the trailers and talking to people. That's all they'd seen. They were really, uh, enjoyed the surprises and, and were, and th- there were a lot of them, I think for them.
2: Yeah. yeah. Watching it, watching it with the crowd and, you know, a lot of people who were, had all kinds of ideas and, and, and speculation about, about the twists and turns, but we, the sense I got from the audience was that they're they were definitely surprised at a few points and, and enjoyed it. Uh, enjoyed
0: how the are, yeah. How worried are you guys based now that um, there's been a, sp- there has been a screening and soon everyone in the world will have an opportunity to see it. How worry are you guys about too much being revealed online? I mean, I, I, I guess there's not much you can do about it, but you know, you, I guess you want to, you hope to have everybody be as surprised as everyone initially is.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, the best we can do is try not to ourselves spoil anything that we're not supposed to <laughs> <laughs> try to, to remember what we should say and what we shouldn't say, and yeah, a lot of it is out of our hands. And I just really hope that people are respectful with those secrets because it really affects your viewing experience. You know, I mean, we've all seen those movies where something had been spoiled for us. Yeah. Or the, yeah. The, you know, every once in a while there'll be one of those movies where the trailer just seems to tell the entire story, and oh, you go see it, and you're straight. like, "Wow, they didn't hold anything back." Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so. I just sincerely hope for everyone's sake that those secrets are kept because it just it just makes it so much more fun to see the movie. That's the way I want to see movies. I want to be surprised. I don't want to know a lot of stuff, you know? Got I you. mean,
1: I think the bottom line is that's why everyone in America needs to see it opening weekend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We you know, strongly I'm not, I I,
1: look, I, I'm not saying that just because, you know, we want a huge opening weekend. I just think for I'm I'm trying to generously tell people this is the best way to see it is with no spoilers go in. And the well, only way you can that do is that true, a lot is of... Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
2: Yeah. That's true. I mean in my season, own life. Otherwise
1: I wouldn't bother. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's true though. That's a fair point. Like I'll do that myself a lot of times. If I don't want anything to be spoiled, I want to go see it as soon as I can because I just every day that goes by is a day that you know someone, some friend of mine or someone online, I'm gonna read something and then something gets spoiled. So yeah.
0: Yeah, you guys had to be elated when the uh when when it opened uh for tickets to be sold, it pretty much shut down all of the the theater sites and the ticket agencies. Uh, and it and it, they went on sale after midnight, I think, on a Sunday, and I remember just waking up randomly, looking at my phone, and seeing that they were on sale. And I couldn't do anything. Uh, that that and in the in the end, they, the ticket sales, advanced ticket sales were compared to the last two Avengers films. I mean, it had to be extremely satisfying. It is. I mean,
2: it's satisfying on a just a personal level to know that we were involved in something that, that people are excited about, but also just thinking about the greater context. I mean, man, we've all been through so much these last couple of years and, yeah. and, uh, and the movie industry has obviously suffered tremendously, the- you know, theatrical and people are worried about its very existence. And so, yeah. you know, hopefully this is an affirmation that, that people still love going to the movies, that experience that people like Chris and I love so much. I mean, that's why I do this. It was the magic I felt going to the movie theater when i was a kid and eating my popcorn and seeing movies like that's the whole reason i it, it steered my whole life so uh it's exciting to see that people want to go to the movie theater
0: yeah
1: but it yeah. is disappointing that we have still have so far to go with our cyber infrastructure that sites are getting shut down we, we just gotta we gotta do better guys if there's anything that
2: should drive our tech Technology, our desire to do better—it's <laughs> so that we can all get our movie tickets
0: as soon as we want them. <laughs> That's yeah. the most important thing. It's nothing but, is more important. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, you know we're we're approaching the end of the half hour. I just wanted to say thank you very much for taking the time. There are a bunch of more questions I had for you guys, but you know we'll maybe the next time you guys have something we'll be able to talk and um, we can get into all those the things that had nothing to do with Spider Man necessarily um because you know you guys have done a lot of stuff that i've you know going back to american Dad and community that i've just absolutely loved so um it's really cool that you guys got to see this whole this whole trilogy through and hopefully you know i know it's been teased that you get involved with the, with the, whatever comes next for spider-man because uh, i think you guys are doing a great job so far
1: Oh, uh, that's so nice to hear. Uh, no, we've had a great time and, and uh, you know, uh, we're, you know, been real honored to be able to have such a fun time with, uh, you know, these creative people and the actors and uh, just, making some fun movies and, and hopefully, yeah, we'll have more time to talk about it. Because yes, I, there's a lot of things that you, you can't really talk about because you haven't seen it
0: yet. And right. uh, yeah, we well, don't want to spoil things either.
1: It's, it, yeah. it really, I think, I think you'll go in, I mean, uh, sincerely. I think, I think if you try to s- stay clear of spoilers before you go in, I think you'll just have a much more uh, enjoyable experience. Yeah 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 and i will i do tell you i mean the only way the only way to see this right now is in the theater and it it is such a joyful experience to go watch this in a theater yeah, yeah it
2: was so fun to be in a theater last night and with all the people and everyone cheering and it was great it was just not checking once yeah yeah it reminded me of you know being a kid and going to a big movie on on a weekend night you know yeah it was great it was really great um
0: all right, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time today. It was a great, great talking with you, and I wish you the best of luck. And of course, I, I think the film's going to blow up. So I don't think you have any worries there. And I'm eager to see what you guys come up with next. Thank you Thanks very lot, much. Matt. Have a good Thanks one. for right. having us. It Take care. Good nice talking to you. you good too. talking to you, too. Hope you enjoy uh, it. I yeah. hope so, too. I think I will. Yeah. All right. Take All right, guys. Take care. Bye.